I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on world, welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success Podcast. I'm your host CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Phillips. What it do, happy new year y'all. And Dr. Eric Douglas. Thomas. Yeah, Chris, the new year. I'm ready to go, man. Let's let's go. Let's get this topic started. Let's make this move. Uh, no doubt, man. Today's episode is brought to you by Penn State World Campus. Listen, man, shout out to Penn State. They allow you to earn your Penn State degree online from anywhere in the world with over 125 graduate and undergraduate degree certification programs. They are ranked number one for online bachelor's degrees. All right. Are you a busy working adult and you want to advance your career? Did you not finish your degree from before and you know you got to get back to it? Learn how at Penn State World Campus. Listen, they're going to take you to a whole nother level, man, by helping you get that degree, which you've always been wanting. Go to worldcampus.psu.edu. That's worldcampus.psu.edu. Listen, man, they got degree certifications and are ranked in the top 10 in education, business, engineering, technology. So go check them out, man. Again, that website is worldcampus.psu.edu, Penn State World Campus, a world of possibilities online. Fellas, how you feeling? Bless, man, oh, bless. Good, yo. Hey, other than the 15 degrees outside, we excellent. Uh, well, hey, I, I kept y'all in prayer. It didn't, it didn't come through for me. So y'all uh, y'all at the warehouse. Don't stop praying, though. Hey, don't yeah, stop no, I'm, yeah, no, I'm gonna keep going, man. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep it up, man. I think y'all can get up to 50 today. Oh, no, um, oh, man, heat wave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, nah, man, 2017, talk to me. Yeah. Has it been all right so far? Everybody good? Oh, man, let me tell you something. I think this year, you know, they say you have to do something different if you want something different. And, it, you know, it's a lot of cliches. You know what I'm saying? You hear a lot of cliches. Uh, but that, my friend, is the truth. It, 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 I, they used to say this down south when I was down there, read easy, it does hard. And so um, we did something as a team. We went to um, D.C., the, the African-American Museum, as well as some of the other Smithsonian uh, museums. And we just decided not to start the year off with a physical grind, if you will, but more of a mental, you know, grind, you know, spending time together as a team. Um, you know, looking at history and kind of just like for real, man, it was I don't know how Carl felt, but I mean, you talk about reflective, you know, that museum is unbelievable. It will probably take you a week to go through the entire thing. But when you come out, whoo, like I'm ready to whoever said do something different so you can get something different like this year, just starting a year off like that. First of all, I was like, come on, what are we doing on vacation? Like, why are we in D.C.? Beginning, you're like, should not be on the green screen, should not be somewhere speaking. But no, literally, uh, you know, my family was there because it's spring break, uh, not spring break, but winter break. And um, I, man, I'm telling you, it was just reflective. Uh, so many ideas were coming. Like, I'm not exaggerating. I must have taken about 50 notes between note taking, quote taking, you know, and just being super duper grateful to be in America at this particular time. I walked out of there like, Carl, we're not doing enough. I walked out of there like, we're probably giving 70%. We, we need to take it to a whole nother level. Yeah, same exact, I'm talking about response for me. Like, we had a conversation, Maul, Ken, and myself yesterday. And, man, like, all of us were like, yo, I don't think we're using the opportunity that we have, like, to the fullest extent. I mean, after watching that, see, you got to understand, when you get into that space in that museum downstairs, I don't want to give too much, but whoever listening, y'all make that a part of your, your, your year some kind of way. But there's like a, a reverence when you get down there and walk through this spot, man, and see the stuff that happened. And it's weird for me, e, I, didn't, I didn't walk out with the sad, I thought I'd have been sad, but it's just like, whoa, like he said, man, like we got an opportunity of a lifetime, and that's not no cliche, like we have an opportunity of a lifetime. And we just got to capitalize on it, man. So just huge way to start the year. I'm, I'm going to say this, man. I, when I walked out, Carl, I really have pity on people who are alive in 2017. Especially, I'm just going to keep it 100, see. Especially if you're a minority. Like, if you are a minority in 2017 with these opportunities and you ain't got that dog, like, for real, if you ain't got that dog, bruh, 
Like, I'm thinking, like, maybe you sick, you know, something wrong. Like, but, bro, when you go in and they take you to the 1400s and march you all the way up, you know, to the 1960s and set, bro, I walked out of there see with that dog, like, yo, E, go get it. Like, E, go get it. Don't sleep in. Don't, don't get caught up on, I'm talking about me and my wife went to the game, my daughter, of course, we all went to the game last night, and that C was not necessarily about a game. You know, a lot of those kids I have, uh, players, you know, I have mentored, poured into, you know, my son is with the program, it was time for me and my wife, you know, so it wasn't like a going to a game, kind of like chilling C. I worked up to the game, you know what I'm saying, then after the game I went to bed so I can get up, and I'm talking about, bro, I had that dog in me after I left DC. Like, yo, I'm look, I had a meeting with the staff yesterday. I called Tay, me and Tay met. I had a meeting with Josh. I had a meeting with Maul. Like, see, I came out of there like, look, no excuses, no plan. This is the year to I'm talking about to have that dog and go out there and get everything that we can possibly get, bro. No, no penny left behind, no gig, no opportunity, no, 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 like blessing somebody, like every opportunity to see that we have this year, this is the year to seize every single moment. Yeah, I feel like you just recapped the whole uh, album right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no doubt. Like that was yeah. the album. Man, and I'm, I'm hurt. Of course, I couldn't, I couldn't make it with y'all. Um, you know, my wife got a certain number of days that she can take oh, absolutely. off. You know I mean? So, you know, absolutely. when you're not an entrepreneur, you got to uh, go in. So, you know, I'm saving all my sick days for uh, February when we start the marriage conferences. So I, I didn't want to push her too hard. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, February 12th, we're in San Diego. Yes, sir. Marriage conference. And then the following weekend, Dallas and Houston. So hey, with Willie Moe Jr. With Willie yeah, Mo yeah. Jr. Yep. Shout out to Willie Mo. Yeah. Uh, coming through, man. This is going to be amazing. But no, I didn't want to. You know what I'm saying? You know how it is. You don't want to push your girl too hard. And then, you know, I blocked my blessing for the for the big conference. So uh, I had to live vicariously, although I do live in Atlanta, man. And, you know, uh, down here, we, we got the civil rights thing on lockdown. And um, I take my family. Trey's been already. I take them, you know, we usually, you know, get visitors quite often. And so it's always an attraction. So although I know that this one is next oh, level, man. Um, you know, I have had a chance to do quite a bit of that down here. You know, with uh, the MLK exhibits that you know are here, and shoot, man, you talk about the the you know really feeling something going through MLK's house that he grew up in, you know, and and looking at some of those landmarks, you know, it, I'm sure it's that same feeling. Oh yeah, and that's so, right around the corner. Uh, you know, Matt, shout out, much respect. You know, the MLK, his entire family. You know, we're about to celebrate, and I'm just man, man, it's just a blessing to you know, despite. And you know, as a company, man, we, we try not to, we, we don't act as if, you know, certain things don't exist, but we just try to put our focus in the right place. And the fact that, you know, his birthday is celebrated, you know, um, it's just major, man. But I will say this, Carl, and I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest, and this is no disrespect to the team or my family, but I really believe, see, that to get the most out of that museum, one almost needs to go on the solo, bro. Oh, for like, sure. Like, for real. Like, so, you so, need to be by yourself, bro. I, I think so. See, the, the impact that I had was deeper because I had Jordan there. Jesse's still kind of young, so I don't know if she could get it. But I could see that Jordan was understanding some of it. And for me to sit there and explain to him, like he said, like, we ain't trying to focus on this, but I have to sit and have my son watch. Like, I ain't hidden nothing from him. Like, he was watching all the images of people being lynched and all that. And I just explained to him, look, there's some people that were mean, and they didn't care for other people like that. So that E, I think, took it, heightened it for me. But doing it on your own, I think you will, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I agree with you, yeah, yeah, Because I was for trying sure. to keep up with my wife and my daughter, see how they were feeling. You know what I'm saying? My mother-in-law, you know, we had Dr. Curry there with us. You know what I'm saying? And so I was trying to, like, get some time in with her and, you know, do the museum. But I was like, yo, you could just go on the first floor for 10 hours and read all that stuff and come out. So, yeah, see, I got that doll. Did anybody, hey, I forgot to ask, did anybody actually see the ball drop this year? Because I, I, I faded at 11.23. Uh, uh, I, I don't even know what day that was. I don't uh, know yeah, nothing about it. I was asleep at 9 o'clock. Uh, like, nothing changed for me. The ball thing no, didn't crazy, change. Bro. I promise you, I was like, yo, I hadn't stayed up and seen the ball drop in a minute. I'm like, I'll be dying laughing. My friend's like, yo, what, why you ain't? I'm like, bro, it's hard to go to bed every day between like 9.30 and 
eleven thirty, and then one day you just gonna magically just make one day. Say, yeah, I'm like, yo, I'm on a sweet routine. Turn right? up. I got kids, so it was funny because I was like, man, I'm gonna stay up. Candace, she ain't like that. Candace can stay up. She ain't tripping. Like if she up, she up. She was like, I'm gonna do my hair, come up and lay down. Cause I was gonna stay downstairs. That was my key to success. Is I was gonna stay downstairs and watch. I'm like, if I stay down on the couch, I might be all right. She's like, I'm about to go do my hair upstairs in the bedroom. You know, come upstairs and keep me company. I was like, oh okay. Eleven twenty three. I remember looking at the clock, going, man, it's eleven twenty three. I might be able to make it. And that's the last thing I remember. I woke up in the morning. It was like four o'clock. I was like, oh, happy New Year. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but no, nah, man, we brought in the New Year here. Of course, I didn't get a chance to go to D.C. with y'all, but. You know, have my folks here, which is always a blessing. Well, let me be honest, and shout out to my pops. I know he's listening. It's a blessing and a curse, all right? Because while they're here, it's a blessing, right? I'm talking about they got the kids. They giving baths. They, you know, putting them down for bedtime, naps, everything. I'm, I'm just living like a king over here. I'm working. I ain't got no worries in the world. But um, after you, after they leave, it's tough to break mm. some of the habits. Mm. That are created by grandma and grandpa, all right? So Back down to, memory lane. Um, it's tough to break tray off of cookies for breakfast. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> no question. We're going back to whole grain cereal. Yeah. He's like, what in the devil is this? So um, it's a it's a, a gift and a curse. But, um, you know, shout out to them, man. They came down here for almost two weeks, man, and uh, held it down Christmas and New Year's. And we had a great time, man. Everybody... Uh, uh, loved it, man, and um, you know, was definitely excited to get back to the real world as well, man, and um, you know, get the kids back in daycare and, and, and get back to work. So, shout out to everybody out there listening, man. We hope you had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We are back. Um, am I tripping or? Um, I gotta, I gotta get this one. I gotta, I gotta get it. But am I tripping or? Um, is the worst thing in the world being stuck in a mass group text? All right, now let me let me say this. I got caught Christmas morning in a group text of probably about forty people, and I'm still trying to get out. All right, I have not. I'm like stuck in the matrix, and I don't know what happened. But and I'm not gonna put their name on blast. But my friend, you know who you are, and let me tell you something. When I see you, it's on site uh, for putting me in that group text. But this group text is still going off to this day. What is it? The fifth? Yeah, it's the January fifth. And Year. I'm talking about the group text still going off. Now I know you can mute it, but certain people got Android, certain people got iPhones, and then people texting you like on the so it's so weird. And I'm trying to get out of it, and I'm stuck. So am I tripping or is it ridiculous that in 2017 people, unless it's like okay, I mean obviously. Me, Carl, Josh, E, cool, group text, that's fair. But when I only recognize two other numbers in the 40-person group text, and the other ones is just five, 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 I have a problem with it because now it's a bunch of people who texting my phone who I don't know. So I put the group text on mute, but still, I have to look at it. There's like a thousand messages in the group message. I'm like, yo, and maybe I just don't know, but Apple... Can you please make a function where I can just remove my number exclusively like from that Facebook. group text? Right. Flat <laughs> out. I'm like, what in the world? I'm like, yo, it's 2017. I'm still doing dealing with mass group text. I'm talking about I'm hot. And do and, and let me tell you something. Shout out to the to the bro or the young lady who always texts the group text. Get me out of this mother-loving mother group oh, text. No, no, yeah. you know yeah. Shout out to that person, because you speak for all of us. I ain't want to cuss <laughs> nobody out over the group text because I'm a Christian, right? When nobody's like taking use of this ammunition. All right. But I, I appreciate whoever is cussing people out in the group text saying, no get question. me up out of here. The martyr. Thank you. you the martyr. For, the martyr. <laughs> they, they fell on the sword for all of us. But, and they still end up not getting out some kind of way. People are like, I think that, you know, it just you just antagonize people and have them go harder. But, but has anybody, have y'all ever been stuck in a group text that you couldn't get out of? Oh, absolutely. Hey, foul all day. We ain't got to discuss this one. Foul all day. It's ridiculous, dog. I just it's have ridiculous. to make, ask you guys the question, though. What have you done to make people feel comfortable with putting y'all in those? Yeah, you got Oh, no. Got, I don't I know. I, take I that just responsibility. assumed they was texting like their whole phone book. I'm like, who yeah. does that? I said, all right, for real. Can we just agree, if you got to send out a mass group text, 
right? 50 people. Can we all just agree, Happy New Year? You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to text me. Now, if you're going to text me on the solo, and you could tell which one, because I don't respond to the group ones, right? You send me a group text, Happy New Year, I'm not responding. Now, if you send me an individual one, hey, CJ, just want to say to you, Candace Trey, and Avery, Happy New Year. I'm going to respond back. But if you send a bulk joint, I'm not responding back anyway. So the group text is really unnecessary, right? It, I just don't get it. It's lazy. Oh, it's impersonal. I'm, I'm out. They're community-oriented. Hey, I'm man, out. You, you selfish. That's what you are. Because you thinking really? about you trying to get it all done in one swoop instead of reaching out to the people you care about. Right. Yeah. I'm saying I don't get a lot of them. But I don't understand them. Like I oh, don't bro, understand. I've been stuck in one since uh, Nextel phones. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, you know I, I, I just don't understand. My numbers still Give one oh, message. Somebody still 50. chirping me, girl. You know what I'm saying? Is this C? I'm like unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable. Yep. So uh, yeah, no. That that was the only downside of uh, going holiday. into 2017 is that I was stuck in the matrix of some group text. And shout out to. My friend, you know who you are because I text you on the side and I did cuss you out on the solo because I know you wouldn't bust me out, but um, I'm stuck. But all right, let's jump into it. Um, I had a revelation over the break. I love it. Um, And uh, the revelation is that uh, Russell Westbrook is my favorite athlete right Mm. now in the world. Mm. Mm. And I had this revelation because... I'm just going to be real, man. I love his competitive spirit. Absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to front, y'all. Like, I'm watching Westbrook. And, and, and listen, this ain't about sports. I promise y'all. So, for those of you who are like, oh, you about to talk about sports. I'm not. But I want you to feel something. And I want you to just go, if you don't watch sports at all, just go look up Russell Westbrook highlights. Just go look it up, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, because your work highlights ain't on nowhere where we can, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) just so they understand, see, why you saying this, like, your work highlights are not somewhere where we can go and post them so we reference sports because it's easier for us to grab that, you know, and give an analogy. Absolutely. So I'm watching Westbrook, and now I've I've been aware of the triple-doubles and the things he's doing. Absolutely. But I haven't had a chance to watch any of it. But over the break, you know, we, you know, take some time off or whatever. And I caught a little bit of Westbrook, and I'm watching him, and the competitive nature that this man has is off the charts. I love it. My man is going ham out there. He's getting triple-doubles. He going off on the ref. He letting them know, y'all better call that. He, I'm talking about just, just going crazy on the court. He playing physical. He got technical fouls the whole nine. Now, I'm not suggesting, you know, everybody got to play dirty or whatever. But one thing is apparent. He is out there competing. And he's not trying to be best friends with none of the other players. Like, I'm for real. I told y'all before. I'm sick of the whole, oh, we going out to dinner right before the game. You staying at my house. I'm staying at your house. Like, yo. Nah, get back to, like he said, having that dog. Like, you know, I'm looking back in the day, they wasn't on that. The bad boys, that's when I grew up when basketball was, like, for real legit, was when the bad boys was out there. Bill Lambeer, Rick Mahorn and them, they was not trying to take you out to dinner. Like, no. there was a competitive nature yeah. that existed in the league. Yeah. And, no and, and to me, hmm. Westbrook, after Kobe retired, is the only person that I see personally that embodies that spirit of, I'm trying to take your head off when we play. I'm not trying to be your best friend. I don't care if you like me. I don't care what the refs think. I'm going in, and I'm going to try to get these wins. And I'm sitting here, and I'm looking, and I'm like, yo, the reason that a lot of people not successful, and you're not successful in business right now, and you're not successful in your marriage and your family, is because you are not competing. And I'm not suggesting, like, Westbrook, you got to be all, you know, like, like, off the charts in terms of your, you know, craziness or nothing like that. I'm just saying, like, yo, start competing. Like, I'm going to be for real. When, when we do what we do, I'm competitive. I take it personal. I love it. People say don't take it personal. In 2017, do me a favor. Take, it, take personal. it personal. Some of y'all yeah. not taking it personal. Yeah. I promise you, there are those of you out there who losing, and it doesn't bother you. Like, yo, for real. I told somebody the other day, I'm out sometimes, and, you know, we might be at a dinner or something, and somebody asked me, what do you do? And I say, oh, well, you know, I run a consulting company, you know, with a, with a gentleman by the name of Eric Thomas. If that, if they say who or act like they don't know who he is, 
I promise you, I feel it in the pit of my stomach. And I feel like, what? You don't know who Eric Thomas is? Are you kidding? Like, I feel it like, I'm talking about like somebody punched me in the gut. Like, I have not done my job, I feel it. When somebody says, oh, yeah, I, I never heard of him, but I know who, you know, some of these other guys, I know who Grant Cardone is, I know who Gary V, whatever these people are. Like, yo, I get personally offended, and I get, like, I'm talking about, I won't say nothing to them, but I feel, like, pissed off, if you will. Why? Because I'm competitive, and I take it personal. I want to win. And some of you in 2017, I promise you, it seems to me as if you don't want to win. Like, you have to, like, for real, I know Westbrook people don't like him because he kamikaze. My man trying to win, y'all. And so, I, I, I had to get that out, and, and y'all yeah, can kind of, you know, help me with see, it, but... Because I think it's unfair. I think it's unfair. You, the statement you just made is probably unfair for about 70%, you know, because of focus. And remember, we said where your focus goes, your energy flows. I think, and I could be wrong, I'm saying there's 70% of the people out there, see, who are excited about the fact that they're not losing. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you own some different stuff, see? You own some, you're not winning. There's 70% of people out there waking up every day like, whoo, I'm not losing. You know what I'm saying? So they waking up, and, and they, as far as they're concerned, they had a great day. Why? Because they did not lose. You understand what I'm saying? And what C is saying is that you need to change your focus. So, so they're looking at it like, whoo, I got, still got my job. I don't care if it's a good job or a bad job. I still have it. Whoo. You know, my daughter, bro, my, listen to me. My daughter made the honor roll and was pissed, see? Pissed. She was pissed. And I tried to explain to my daughter, like, look, boo, unfortunately, you know, there were some things that happened, you know, with our schedule, with some other things that, you, unfortunately, you got into, you got into the university, um, what do you call that, like AOP, when you register for your courses, she's a freshman, you know how it is, see, seniors get first dibs, juniors get next dib, and just the way it worked out, unfortunately for her, she ended up taking some professors, perhaps, that I ain't gonna lie, I wouldn't have given her, you know what I'm saying, if, we had, if she was a junior or a senior, and I had to pick her the litter. You know, then see, she had class on this side of town, then she had to get back on the other side. It was a lot, see? It was a lot. And she doesn't understand that. She just pissed like a three, I think she had like a three, two or something. She was pissed, see? Like, yo, I, what? And I was thinking like, what did you want to do your first semester? There's 50,000 students here. And what did you want to do, see? You know what I'm saying? If Jalen would have got a, oh, Book would have got a three, two out the gate. See, it would have been, Jada was hurt. And I was like, what's up? She was like, yo, dad, I got two four points. I thought I was going to get a four point in everything. That, that was just her thought process. See, she's like, I was shooting for Dean's list. I'm like, yo, you got kids, see, that's just trying to transition. You understand what I'm saying? See, they just trying to transition from high school to college. And if they would have got, like, just passed all their classes, they would have been like, yo, I passed all my classes. I'm good. And their parents would have been like, I'm good. Jada was like, I'm not trying to not look. Listen to me. Y'all got to hear what I'm saying. It's a matter of focus. My daughter wasn't on that. I just want to be able to survive in advance. You know what I'm saying? She was like, look, this is a team. This is how Jada see it. This is a team that I should beat by 20, so they need to get their butt beat by 30. Not we won. We beat them. That ain't, Jada ain't on that. Jada on, according to the statistics, this team is two and four, and they rank here, and so we should murder them. And so I'm just saying, see, let's go, let's, let's backtrack a little bit, and let's speak to that group out there that all you're trying to do is not lose. You're just trying to stay married because your parents got a divorce. You just want to stay married. Now, those of you who want to graduate from college because you're just first generation. You know, you just want to graduate. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. That's not what, that we not own that because you can graduate and still not get a job with that mentality. We're not saying this year we just want our taxes to go even. You know what I'm saying? See, like we just won't be even. And I'm not talking about making money off your taxes. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the even mentality. You just want everything, you know, to be even. And, you just no, and I'm telling you, that's why people are regular. And I try to tell people this all the time. Regular. And I promise you, if you're listening, 
Like, yo, I told you, I know you see E.T. now. I know you, for real, the album went top 10. I love it. The album was like number six, number seven on the hip-hop chart. We were trending worldwide on iTunes. I don't think y'all understand that 10 years ago, when we sat in the office trying to figure out what to do, we had domination on our mind. At no point did we say, yo, we're about to get this thing going, and, and yo, let's just see if we can, you know, feed our families. Nobody ever said that. We were like, yo, we can be number one in the world. I tell my clients all the time, and I love it. My clients, they all listen to the podcast. They know. I tell them, do not work with me unless you want to be number one in the entire doggone industry. I don't care. Unless you want to be number one. Shout out to Josh. I'm talking to Josh yesterday, um, who sponsored, you know, the Chevy, uh, from the Chevy dealership. Uh, Josh Letzis. You guys heard him. He sponsored a couple of the podcasts. We were talking the other day. My man been number one in the state of Colorado as a Chevy dealer for a year straight. And he hit me yesterday and said, see, I need you to help me double my sales in the first six months. That's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of domination I'm talking about. When we were sitting in the office, we talked about being number one in the world. We didn't talk about, man, if we could just share the stage with Tony one day. Man, if we could get on the same bill as, you know, Les Brown. We didn't say that. We came in saying, we absolutely want to be number one, and it's going to be a dog fight until we get there. And so when we see stuff on iTunes and you see stuff now and you're looking and you're going, wow, they doing it big. Understand that that came from a mentality when we had nothing. And some of you sitting there, and I don't care what industry you in. I don't care if you selling cars. I don't care if you, you know, uh, working at a, a, a nine to five. It does not matter. Are you trying to be the best? Are you waking up with that mentality? And I'm telling you, people even now, you know, Carl, we, you know, we talk about it all the time. It's tough for people who come into the company with us to keep the level of grind and level of pace we have because we have built this thing so high and so far because they don't understand what it took to get it here. And so they come on now and, oh, yeah, okay, cool. We got 1,000 people coming to the conference. It's 40,000 people downloading the podcast. There's this going on. People going to the website. People purchasing the grind gear. People downloading the album. So to them, it's like a big cruise ship that you get on. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand what it took from the bottom level. But it has always and forever been. And, Carl, you could speak to it. E taught us a mentality of dominating. And I promise you the album, if you don't have the album, go download the album. The album says it all. E said, don't come into my field and do what I do and try to dominate me. We dominate. And that's the attitude that we've always had when we were going into middle schools, high schools, everything. And sometimes I'm telling you, you would be a lot further along if what E's saying is exactly right. You're trying to, you're trying to fit in. You trying to blend in. I love Westbrook. My man ain't trying to fit in. My man, like, doggone it, I'm trying to get a triple-double every single game. That's a different mentality. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, yo, that's the kind of mentality that we had. We came in, I wasn't trying to, I ain't trying to ruffle no feathers purposely, but we ruffled a lot of feathers. Why? Because we go on 120, and guess what? People don't like when you go 120, because you make they 60% look even worse. You know what I'm saying? So there were people in the office who did not like the fact that we came in Monday morning at 6.30, talking loud and geeked up and, and slapping fives and, and, and getting it going. People didn't like that because it exposed the light on them. But you don't dim your light to make somebody else look better, period. I, I, I'm sitting here and see just reliving. So let me say, let me say this, and I, I understand it to some extent. And bottom line is, see, the reason why is it's easier. You don't have to put no pressure on yourself. I'm in the NBA like Russell Westbrook, quiet as kept. I'm on the bench or I'm on the practice squad and I'm still getting a check. You see what I'm saying? So from where I come from, I get it. It's easier, but let me just let y'all know, I walk different now. I promise y'all, I walk different now. I talk different now. And not because, not because there's some arrogance or nothing like that, but just because I'm so proud of what we've accomplished. But I'm telling you, I'm a goal, y'all heard me say it before, I'm a goal-oriented person. And to see where we are, and, and this is the funny part, y'all. Every day we get up and see where we are, it's just like, man, this all we got to? We can't get no further? Like, we got this far with the resources that we had? Oh, let me tell y'all something. As we keep growing, I can't wait till 2018. If this, if we, in 10 years, if we could get to half a million views on YouTube with nothing, you know what I'm saying, with a Walmart camera to start out with, if we could do that, oh, 2020? Let me tell y'all something. I might be floating. I'm not even going to walk no more. I'm just saying, like, what you get on this side, Russell Westbrook, when you put your head down at night, well, there's two, it's two things that happen. You pissed, 
because you know that there's more. But then number two, you can sleep well because you know that you're putting all that you got in it every single day. Like you, you don't have to worry about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like every night you close your eyes, it's just like, man, that's it. Like there's nothing else I could have done today. Can you, you imagine? I want y'all to stop and think about that feeling. There's nothing else I could have done. Now, it wasn't a perfect day. You know, I'm sure Russell missed some shots. I'm sure, you know what I'm saying, he had a turnover or two. But, like, yo, I put my 100% focus. I put my 120 energy effort into this. I'm talking about this entire day. You can live with that. And I can live with it. It's a a a much sweeter sweet. I'm just trying to tell you, like, yo, at some point, you got to get tired of losing. Like, you have got to get tired of losing. For real. I ain't said the L word. I'm going to say it today because they need to be for real. I need to say it. The Lions, I'm looking at y'all like, yo, for real. Y'all let Rodgers beat y'all again? Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, this, I'm like for real, I ain't on no Lions type stuff. But I'm on some, like, for real. Y'all let my man come into your house with a chance to win the division and beat you again. Like, dog, I'm just, I'm going to be real. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm not even going to play. That's how I get down. I'm like, for real, if I, if, if, if I can't, if I can't do it, I'm done. Like, I'm, okay, well, after last season, you, you figured out in your mind, you just, you can't do it. Get off the field. Like, don't even play. Like, for real. You let Rodgers come into your house again with the division on the line, primetime Sunday night in front of everybody, and you let my man do you dirty. I promise you it ain't getting ready to happen. You give me once, you give me twice, I pro- it's going to be something else going down. And I'm telling you, that's the, the the attitude I love about Westbrook, and you see the difference between a winner and a loser. Rodgers was out there like, I refuse to lose this game. My man running all over the field, making all kind of plays. He got backup receivers catching passes, everything. It's just the difference in mentality, Executing, y'all. bro. Let, let, let me tell you what. Let me tell you just, you know, pretty much not born, of course, in Detroit, born in Chicago, but may, but mainly raised in Detroit. Listen to me. What hurt me see most about that series, first of all, three games, you know, three games, see, Dallas, New York, Green Bay. Three games, see? Three games. All you need is one game. All you need is one game. Not only did you not win one game, you lost in regular season to everybody you're going to have to see in the, in the playoffs if you're going to go to the Super Bowl. So you got so so everybody you lost to the last three right. games. You beat the teams you were supposed to beat. You beat the teams that didn't make the playoffs. Absolutely. And the teams that are in the playoffs that you have to see, you didn't beat them. Now, here's the other part. This is the part that really hurt me, see, and I'm about to ask you a question, see, and I just want you to get ready because I just want to be as transparent as we can on this episode to help y'all as we get into the new year. Like, I, I want you to keep listening to this one. I don't care what episode number you listen to as we go into 2017. Keep listening to this one every week and keep taking these gems. Don't listen to this once. Roger said six weeks ago, see, Sure. We will not lose another game. Yeah, he said we're gonna. No, he said, he said get the quote right. He said we're gonna run the table. Run the table. See, mm. we gonna run the table. Listen to me. That he didn't say it with two weeks left or three. You and know they what happened? Down, e. They record was down. For those of you who don't follow football, they were losing. There were six games left to go. They were losing. I think they mm. might have been mm. four mm. and six. They were four and six. My man said we getting ready to run the table. And lo and behold. I'm and sorry, listen to me. No, 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 no. Make sure they get the principle. The leader took ownership. That's all we've really been saying the whole time when we say compete. Take ownership. He took ownership and said, we will not lose another game. And not only will we not lose, we will win the division. We're going to go to the doggone playoffs. And I'm going to run it. Listen to me. That's beast mode. So I'm saying... I don't care if you the Cowboys. I don't care if you Atlanta. I don't care who you are. When a man say he gonna run the table and he run the table, you gonna have to look at his. You gonna have to come into the game like with a little. Whoa, we gotta be ready. So, see, I'm gonna ask you a question. And guys, I may never do this again because I don't like doing this. But I want to make a point because C is not saying number one as a number. Hear us. He's not saying number one as I want to be number one. We not own that. We're using the number one symbolically to say, as it relates to your field, you married, you running a business, you a coach, whatever, you a student. The number one is symbolic. It's not, it's, it's, it does, we're not on the numeric value. That's not what we own. 
It is symbolic of saying, I'm going to put every, my heart, my, my soul, I'm going to put everything I have into what I do so that I am reckoned with. So, you know, so see, I don't, I don't even know if you remember this, but I sent you a text right after we left what my family, Carl, right after we left the African-American Museum, I, I got in the car and I text you. And do you remember what I text you? Yeah, you said I'm proud of you. Good. And you said and you and, and you asked me what? <laughs> I said, you you feeling okay? <laughs> and the only reason I did that, because we will, I mean, between the three of us, right? Now, you know, we got, I should probably include Josh in that too. Josh, a, a, a part of, you know, the, the, the foursome here. But um, we don't do a whole lot of like pat on the back. The affirmation, Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, cause we, I'm, just to be honest, we don't need it. So I was a little thrown off when he sent it. I was like, Yo, you, you sick? You feeling all right? <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I asked you. <laughs> and then I said, I'm feeling great. And then you asked me why did I send it, and I told you what was my response. Um, what did you tell me? You, uh, what did you tell me? I said to you, I don't have enough time to write. I oh, yeah, you said you don't have enough time to tell me. Yep, that's exactly let me tell you. you let, me, let me tell you. Let me listen to me. I, I, and I promise, you know, guys, I may never do this again. And I'm about to, I'm, a, I'm almost, man, I, I don't even know, what, how, I don't even know how to explain this. We are in the African American Museum. See, look, I'm talking about, we going back to Dubois, Marcus Garvey. We going back, we going back to, um, you know, Africa, the Creoles, before they, you know, before, um, um, you know, our uh, the Africans were enslaved. Like we going, bro, we coming all the way up. Shirley Chisholm, we, we going, they got Oprah, they got, see, you talk about, you talk about individuals, you know, in our community who are a beast. Everybody up there, see, everybody named. And from the time I get in to the time I leave, see, in a museum where we're, we're giving honor to people who have made major contributions, I can't, I, they taking a pic. See, everybody want to get a pic with me, see? I can't even walk through the museum and honor, bruh, people are like, yo, E.T.? Oh, E.T., bruh, I listen to your, see, I'm in a museum where our people are being honored, and while I may not necessarily have a photo in there, and they not necessarily talking about our contribution, I'm getting stopped every five minutes. And people like, yo, I ain't trying to be disrespectful. I know you in here. You know, I know you with your family. I know you with your squad. But can I please get a pick, bruh? Can I please get a pick? And I'm in here to see like, yo, I can't believe that what Martin Luther King and what Marcus Garvey, like, I can't believe that we built this, see? And so I want to make sure people are clear on the numerical value, boy. Listen to me, and, and I don't do this often, but hear me and hear me well, bruh. I honor the craft. I honor the craft. I honor the opportunity. Look, I'm, I'm talking about Napoleon Hill did this. You understand what I'm saying? Jim Rome did this. You, 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 you feel me? Not Earl Nightingale did this. You know, Zig Ziglar did this. I, I, I'm not even tripping on being number one. I remember coming up, Tony Robbins, you know, uh, 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 um, Les Brown. Listen to me. See. The brand of motivation now, I'm not even wanting to be nobody call me number one because it ain't even like it's a whole lot of Napoleon Hills no more. It ain't even like it's a whole bunch of Jim Rose no more, bruh. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't no J as a man thinking so as he. Most of the speakers, I'm just being real, most of the people in this generation, bruh, they surface. They surface, bruh. Let me just say this because I want to I, I, I do my own version of Rogers. Come back to me in 2027 and see who's still standing. But, uh, bruh, I'm, we ain't nobody on, like, the social media. I got 5 million hits. I got two. That's cute, see? That's cute. But let me tell you something. There's been a lot of speakers, bruh, since, you know, 100 years ago. We still talk about Jim Rohn. He, we still showing his stuff. Zig Ziglar, they still talk about Zig. Earl Nightingale, you can't go without reading Napoleon Hill's books. 
You can't, as a man, think of it's just some clock. These dudes are dead and they have stood the test of time. We're not talking about are you a millionaire or a billionaire? See, we're talking about are, are, will you contribute to the field so much? Will you pour into people so much? See, that long after you are here, people still talk about Wilt. Come on, you can't talk about basketball without Bill Russell. You can't talk about uh, 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 basketball without Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Dr. J. You can't Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. You can't talk about the game without talking about some of the founders of the game. See, and I'm just saying, let it be known. You heard it from E. Don't, don't, don't look at our, don't look at how many people we got on Instagram. Don't, don't, don't go there. Don't, don't, don't look at uh, our net worth. I, what I want you to do is in 27. Uh, 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 I, I'm getting so excited. I can't. Even, it's 2017. Give me 2027. Let's mark all the people that's pouring into the world right now. Everybody that's speaking right now. Come back in 2027. I'm dead or alive. And let's see who's still making a doggone impact on the world. See, we ain't talking about the, the little videos, the little programs we got, the little conferences we doing. Let's come back in 2027. Let's come back. And let's look at who's the Earl Nightingale. We're getting ready to run the table. Come we're on, right, I just want to see. Oh, I just want to see. Like, let's let's look at our life. Let's look at our character. Like, flat out, pound for pound. Let's just look and see who doing what. So we're not talking about being number one. We're talking about we're not talking about competing in terms of I want to be better than. No, what we're talking about is taking what you do serious, understanding how sacred it is. We're not talking about just making money. Man, bro, we live in America. Anybody can make money. I'm talking about change, impact. I'm talking about making people who were going in one direction turn in a whole different direction, bro. I'm not talking about how much money you can make. I'm talking about how much money can you make? How, how healthy can your marriage be? How, what can you do to set your kids up to be great people, bro? I'm talking about changing a society. I'm talking about creating a genre that did not exist. I'm talking, come on, bro. I'm not talking about just your bank account. You know how many, you know how many wealthy people who are poor? You know how many wealthy people are lonely? Do you know how many wealthy people are dysfunctional? We ain't talking about money. Is that all you talking about is money? I'm talking about being the best at what you are so that you change the people around you and you inspire other people to get their life together and turn their life around. So like Rogers, baby, come on. I, I, 2027, 2027, let's see who's still standing, who's still changing the world, who's still making impact in the world, who's still making a difference. And Martin Luther King has been gone, bruh, been gone. And we still in January and in February, we still hear it like it's around, like, bruh, when I, I have a dream that one day, bruh, it sounds like my man up the street somewhere. It's when I hear it, it sounds like he did it yesterday, see? And it has just as much impact in 2017 as it did when he stood on the stairs uh, uh, in Washington, D.C., that monument, and spoke to thousands and thousands of people and gave them hope. And not just hope, the stuff he said that day that has come to fruition mm. in 2017, bruh. Yeah, and so vision. that's what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm talking about competing, not to be better than the next man, but to be better than you were yesterday and not, and to keep growing and to keep growing. And if you do that, you're going to have money. If you do that, you're going to have relationships. I, I'm not struggling for relationships. I got people calling me every day that, that, that are interested in me and assisting them. I, I'm, not, I'm not short on friends. I'm not short on opportunities. I'm not short on money. I'm not short on, on happiness. I'm not short on it. I'm not short on going to games. I'm not short on going to the Super Bowl or the NBA Finals. I'm getting invited. I'm not short on getting on a private jets. I'm not short on that. Why? Because, and, it, it, and listen to me very closely, I don't do a lot of bragging, but I promise you it won't be short-lived. Why? Because I, we, I, built, I built my character, they built their character, and we built this company brick by brick by brick. No shortcuts. No, no, no razzle-dazzle. No, we, 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 we didn't buy none of our followers. We didn't buy not one of them. We have not bought uh, influence. We ain't paid nobody for nothing. We built this brick by brick by brick. 
And I'm telling you, you cannot build brick by brick by brick if you do not have a competitive spirit. You cannot get up at 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. And listen to me very closely. And make sure you let him hear exactly what I said. This ain't anger, baby. This is passion. This ain't anger. This is sleeping in abandoned buildings. This is eating out of trash can. Make sure you let him hear what I'm telling you. This ain't anger, baby. And you confused because you've never been down and out. You are confused. This is not anger. This is passion. And this is saying to a group of people, I challenge you not to make my pockets fat. Not, not, to make, not to buy me a Rolls Royce, not to let me fly all over the world. This ain't anger, boo. This is passion. This is, I love you, and you ain't got to pay me $7,000 for me to tell you I love you. And you ain't got to come to my program for me to change you. I want you to change if you don't give me 50 cents. I care about you. I care about your family. I care about you getting to the next level. And you don't owe me nothing to do that. Why? Because the people that helped me didn't make them. I didn't have to pay them to help me to get to where I am. So this ain't anger. Don't get it twisted. This is passion. This is I care about you. Not just Didi. Not just Jalen and Jada. I don't want my family to have his life by themselves. I want every human being that has the opportunity of a lifetime to take it. Izzo ain't, Izzo ain't uh, angry at these kids. He wants them to get to the NBA. He wants them to win a, a, a championship. I was with Hugh Jackson for an entire year. Hugh, Hugh wasn't mad. Did you see Hugh crying? See, Hugh wasn't mad. Hugh wasn't angry. Hugh wasn't crying he was, uh, 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 be, because he was hurt uh, that they lost. He was hurt that these guys are in the league and they're not experiencing the ultimate uh, 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 prize for all the work they putting in. So do not get it twisted. This is, I love you, and I love you too much to let you stay where you are. This is, I have been to the promised land. I have tasted success. This is, I was in abandoned buildings, and now I see what it's like to, when, you, when you give 120, and this is, I don't want to do it alone. I want you to do it with me and I'll do whatever it takes. I'll say it however I need to say it. I'll push you however you need to be pushed, but you will get your behind from down under and you will be the royal priesthood you've been called to be. You will be the chosen generation. And if you're not, it will not be because E.T. didn't get on every single week and try to challenge you either a video, either a podcast, either a, a, a commercial, whatever, a, a, a mixtape, an album, a book. E.T. is passionate about you being passionate about your life. And don't you ever get it twisted. Yeah, no, absolutely. And real quick, let me let me shout out our sponsor, Penn State. Um, doing an amazing job over there at worldcampus.psu.edu. That's worldcampus.psu.edu. Look, go get your online degree. Go finish your degree at your own pace. No, yeah, I feel you. And Carl, it was funny. E and I were talking yesterday, and um, we had a conversation about it. And I was asking him, you know, how he was able to talk to people like that. He's the only person who would tell you why you're not going to be successful. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the kind of like the, the, the inverse, like the negative reinforcement. Like, you know, he, he's the only one who could tell you, like, most of you won't be successful. Like we hear E say that all the time. Like, think about it. You always hear E like most of you won't be successful because you're not willing to do, you know, yada, yada, yada or most of you won't ever blow up, or most of you will never have a great marriage, most of you will never be financially successful. And I'm like, yo, that's a different way to push people. And I asked E, I think I probably asked him before, but I asked him and I was like, yo, like, why do you feel comfortable saying that? Because you think about it, like, most people might feel like, yo, you ain't, I'm not about to sit here and let you chastise me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to motivate me and encourage me, cool. Most people in for that. I'll sign up for that to be motivated and encouraged and empowered. But, like, it almost feel like you chastising me when you say, and he said, yo, I'm, that's because these dudes out here speaking, they don't care about the people they're talking to. So they got to, like, play games with them. I actually shepherd the people who listen to me. I shepherd. So in, as a shepherd, I got to love and correct. And just like I do with my kids. You know what I'm saying? They do something right. I love on them. If they do something wrong, I got to correct them. And the people who are listening to me, a lot of them need correction. And because I love them, I do not hold back on the correction part. But most people, most speakers could never do that because they don't really love them like that. And so they would see the correction themselves as they probably get mad at me. But I know 
they won't get mad at me. He said, see, you got to correct Trey. You know, every once in a while, you got to pop him to let him know something's not safe or he's doing something wrong. He know you love him, so he allows it, and he gets better as a result of it. And I thought about it, and I was just like, whoa, like, that's so true. And what he's talking about in terms of that, that passion that he's had for the people has always been there. And he's always spoke like that. And he's, the passion and the energy has always been there. And, and Carl, yesterday, I was just like, yo, I just had to ask him. I was just like, yo, how, how is it possible that you can get away with going off on folk like that? And they still like, I love E.T. You know yeah, let me saying? just say this, see, for real. And, 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 and this is not, you know, take it how you will. And, and I know it's easier said than done, but you, I don't, I don't care who it is. You cannot reward bad behavior, bruh. You can't reward bad behavior, see? I don't care who it is, your wife, your kids, your employees. You can't reward bad behavior and think you are helping somebody. You can't do it. You can't, somebody can't do something wrong and you, oh, it's, no, it's, it's, if it's bad behavior, it has to be corrected. But understand something, you have a better chance of correcting people when they know you love them and you care for them. And I had somebody call me the other day and was like, yo, E, I just didn't think you could be that authentic. I said, look, when you're looking out for the other person and it ain't about you, you can be as authentic as you need to be. Why? Because you don't owe no, you're not doing it. You don't have a negative motive behind it. You know what I'm saying? So for real, y'all, C said it, I'm echoing it. You should be hurt, not about what the next man doing. I don't care about nothing. I told you, my eye is on the prize, bruh. I know what Knight, uh, Earl Nightingale did. I know Jim Rohn. I know what Zig Ziglar, like, I know what these dudes produce. This, I know what, I, I know the foundation and the essence of this game. Like, I understand what, what, what Martin Luther King was trying to do. I get it. Nelson Mandela, I understand. You know, I know what they, they, see, they weren't starting with, I want to be a billionaire, a millionaire. They wasn't, that's not what they were about. These dudes were literally trying to transform and change people's lives. And I, I don't know how it happened, see, but I woke up one day with the efforts that we all put forth. And here we are, not just a household name, but people literally let their three-year-olds listen to us. People, listen to me, and this is why I'm telling y'all, 2027, 2027, see, we don't have the time, bruh, we got the mama, the daddy, the three-year-old, I'm not saying stuff that the three-year-old can't hear, they got the three, I got the whole family sitting up, you understand me, we ain't playing no games, you understand that, and, and he can listen to all my stuff, with, I, and listen to me, and it's simplified, and, and, and watch this, see, this is what I love about our stuff. You don't have to, you, you, you don't have to necessarily pay the big bucks to get the good stuff. You understand what I'm saying? All the stuff is good stuff. You feel me? And so I'm just saying, why, why, are we, why are we where we are? Because we care about the work that we do. We care about the quality of the work that we do. We care about the people that we do it for. And we care about what type of life they're living. You understand what I'm saying? So guys, C said it. Please take it personal. If your if your if your record as a husband is 10 and 10, if you if you if you point five zero zero, come on, you know they fire people on like they fire coaches who don't have winning seasons, right? If you're not having a w winning season at home, please do me a favor. I'm not saying change it today, but go get counseling or get become a part of some group. But make up in your mind that next year this time, I love it. Hugh said it, see. Hugh said it on national TV, see, that they will never. And I know some people like, of course, look at the numbers. But he said we will never be 1 and 15 again. Again, see, it wasn't a numerical value. That's not what he was saying. But what he was saying was, I care. See, he making good money. Carl said it earlier about these dudes who making money and they ain't really putting forth no effort. He's making money. He a head coach, see? And this ain't his first rodeo. But what he's saying is, 
I'm not doing this for the money. My pride, my name, my brand is on the line. And I guess that's what we're trying to tell you. Your brand, boo, is on the line. Sir, your brand is on the line. Do you care enough about your brand to protect your brand and to improve your brand? That's all we ask. No, man. And um, yeah, no, you're absolutely right, man. We've been doing this thing for a long time and we dialed in right now, y'all. Now is the perfect time, man, to come join us at breatheuniversity.com, man. Listen, man, we are doing some amazing things. Y'all hear us talk about it on the podcast on a regular basis. And like I said, it used to be a situation where, you know, we didn't like to, you know, pu- you know publicize it a whole lot. If you found out about it, you found out about it. But for real, man, I'm, I'm just be real. I see people, you know, they got $5,000. Like, come on, it don't, it don't take all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't take five grand to give you some information. Listen, man, come over to breatheuniversity.com. Listen, the community that we are building is ridiculous over there, right? The highest package that we even have for you monthly is $199, right? And we are building the community. People are networking together. We got an ATL meetup. They had a Virginia meetup. They're meeting up in, somebody said Seattle. They got a Breathe University meetup where people are networking. People are going to the next level. The training courses that we have, everything is phenomenal. So from, I believe, 49 all the way up to 199, you guys can come join us, get on the calls with us. We had an amazing call Thursday night. We did a call on New Year's Day Sunday, um, an amazing call where we just, for real, we went in. We, we, you know, we built together. And um, if you guys like what we're doing on the podcast, we ask that you join us over at breatheuniversity.com. And um, man, come check out the, the great things we're doing, the, the new modules, the, the the new site, Carl. Am I leaving anything out? It's, it's crazy right now. So um, now's the best time to come join us in 2017. Listen, if you don't want your 2017 to look like your 2016, to look like your 2015, you have to do something different and put yourself around different people in a different environment to go to that next level. So again, breatheuniversity.com is the best time to join Carl. Is the promo code? For how, how we are we working that? Uh, still the same one. Um, be you special. Special, yeah. So go to go, go to breatheuniversity.com. Put in the promo code. Be you special for fifty percent off your first month. Let's jump into a couple questions, E, if you don't mind. Um, let's see. Mark in San Diego said, E. Uh, Secret to Success audiobook is the best audiobook I ever heard, but curious as to why did you curse in the very first line? Because <laughs> uh, I was being authentic. You know what I'm saying? When I left home at 16 years old, I cussed at my mother. You know, that's what I did. You know what I'm saying? So uh, in the audio version, I wanted to be, you know, as, as, as real as it was. Like, I, I didn't want to give you 60%. You know what I'm I wanted to give you the events as they actually happen. That that wasn't based on a true story. That was a true story. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, let's see. John in New Jersey wanted to know, CJ, loved the new album. What was the hardest part about making this as opposed to the Dr. Thomas album? Um, the, uh, I'd say this album um, was a, a bit more challenging just in terms of I knew the expectations coming off of the Dr. Thomas album. And like I said, this is not the same type of album. And so, you know, we got some ET purists out there. Shout out to a lot of you listening on the podcast who are, you know, obviously ET purists who like, yo, you want to hear the full speech. You know, you want to get the message from start to finish. You want to hear the grandma's kitchen. You know what I mean? The joints where we just play it and like make it into a whole message. But this one, you know, of course, like I said, was for, you know, more of the workout feel, that, that New Year's resolution grind type feel. And so I'd say the hardest part was just um, the expectations that I knew, you know, people would have and hoping that people understood that this was a different type of album. It wasn't the same um, type of feel. The next album, you know, in the line of the Dr. Thomas series will be called The Prescription. And uh, that will get back to the full messages and all that before this one, the resolution, stay ready. The album, uh, which hopefully most of you have heard it, streamed it, downloaded it by now. It's going crazy out there. People submitting videos. Listen, submit your videos on Instagram too with the hashtag the resolution. Um, if, if you working out to any of the tracks, man, we giving away grind gear, hoodies, ease, FaceTiming people. It's crazy. So join the movement, the resolution challenge. We want these resolutions to stick this year. We want it to become a lifestyle. And so, um, but yeah, now that was the hardest part. 
Um, real quick, let's see. E, um, let's see. E, let me try to find one more for you. Um, e, what is your next big venture? That comes from Sam. What's your next? I guess I don't know what you. Yeah, the marriage thing, man. That, you know, what I'm saying the marriage movement. Um, yeah, man. I, I and I, and I just want to say this, guys. I, for those of you listening, don't take this the wrong way. But I heard Willie Moore uh, Jr. do this piece yesterday, see, about chasing paper. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, I'm chasing that paper or whatever. And it's such, it's, it's, it's like C saying, you know, I want to win my division. You know what I'm saying? Like in sports, it's like saying you want to win your division. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not the goal, bro. You know, winning your division is a, it may be a part of the process of you winning a Super Bowl, but nobody, nobody who has you know real high expectations, you know, ever Patriots. says I want. Yeah, I want. I don't think my, yeah. Tom Brady said we want to win the division yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, I think he's won it six years in a row. You know what I'm saying? So, because he trying to win Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? That just comes with it. And and what I want to do this year with the marriage piece, I just want to show people see like you and make sure you are, if you can get to San Diego for the first one, you're there. But I just want to show people, see, that you can't live without relationships, bro. And not just marriage. But the reason why I want to start with marriage is because if you can learn to have a healthy relationship, you know, in a marriage, it could spill over into business. Do you think you can run a, a major business, like a business that impacts the world with people that don't get along? Like, we are literally a family. You know, you, do you think that you can get to where we are? Like, we're not, we didn't, we don't, we didn't get ourselves in the NFL or the NBA or corporate America or in the hearts of Americans. We didn't do that. It, we, we're probably, seeing. man, you talk about organic. We may be one of the, I, I mean, how much money do we spend on marketing? How much marketing have we done? You know what I'm saying? How many billboards have we been on? You, you, you know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> So when you talk about organic, but why? Because we have so many healthy relationships across the country. I laugh when people call me, you know, uh, who can, who consider themselves to be influential or big time. I'm like, see, bro, I'm 46 years old, bro. I went to Oakwood University. You know what I'm saying? Then I came to Michigan State. Bro, do you know how many relationships I have? I, I, I used to tease my kids when they used to get mad at me and tell them, I don't need no new friends. See, literally. I have enough relationships in this world. I don't need one. I, will it be good to get six, seven more? Maybe. But I have so many healthy. I remember when I used to see first start traveling with me and see would see my guys. We were eating together and they fighting to pay the bill. You know, just the love that we had. She was like, yo, is everybody like that? Bruh. So I, I, I want to teach people how selfishness, self-centeredness, holding on to stuff, being, you know, having a poverty mindset will kill you. But how having healthy relationships with other human beings will revolutionize your life. And when you have a hundred good relationships, see five or six great relationships, bro, there's nothing you're not going to accomplish when you think about it this way. This, what this conference is going to teach you is how much can you get on your own? How much can you do on the solo? Think about Michael Jordan. Think about LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? And then think about when they got teams that could support them. Think about what they were able to accomplish. And that's what we're going to help you do at this conference. So for me, I'm so excited about this year and what I'm going to contribute this year because I haven't really talked about I've been talking about personal development for a long time. Now I'm going to talk about being on one accord with another human, what that synergy looks like and how you're going to be able to dominate when you have an army of 300 versus the power of just one individual. No doubt. February 12th in San Diego. So shout out to everybody on the East Coast and Midwest. Y'all need to be out there because you need, you know, you need a, a vacation. This ain't even no conference. It's going to be a, 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 a you know, a nice little vacation for you. Come out there, man, to San Diego. I'm sure it'll be set And a refresher, degrees. see? Uh, yeah, this so is when I'm going into the refresher. Please come yeah, out. No, this is like, yeah. for real, if your marriage is like, you like, we on, we, we like barely holding on, or I, me and my kids, you know, they can't, they don't call me, they don't talk to, look, you leave that room, I promise you on everything I love, 
your marriage will be refreshed. You will feel renewed. You will, you will gain a strength that you have not had up to this point. I promise you. I pro if CJ and Carl, like, they will tell you that when I'm doing personal development, like you see me doing greatness upon you, average skill, phenomenal will, you see me doing a YouTube video, you've not even seen me turned up. You, you see me preaching the gospel, you see me talking to families, you, I promise you, you ain't seen nothing until I do that. All the personal development, all that stuff, I got to be cautious, careful, I got to do all that. Bro, when I open up that word, when I open up that word, and I, ain't, I don't care about nothing, when I open up that word and go in, and when I'm talking to families and telling husbands and wives, and what, bro, you don't want to miss that. That's next level. So I'm excited to see that we're going to take these chains off me. We're going to take these barriers off me. I'm going to be able to get in there and, and share some stuff and just do what I do. And do what I, it, I probably won't be able to put online, so you might want to no, be no, there. No, you got to be there. Put, yeah. You won't be able to record none of that. Too the TV. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shut mm -hmm. your cameras yeah. off. So uh, February 12th, go online, etinspires.com, man, if you want to check us out at the Marriage Conference in San Diego. Like I said, man, get out the cold weather for a little while. Come to San Diego. Right. Right. I'm coming. I'm uh, coming. For sure. And then after that, Houston and Dallas the very next weekend. So we'll be down there as well. We try, You see we're going to all the warm weather spots in February. I'm trying to get yep. cold and eat. No, please. The, I appreciate uh, the, you. The freezing cold, man. So um, listen, man, We uh, let's see. We got time for one more. Uh, nope, we don't. Um, so let's uh, real quick, man, just thank our sponsor again, uh, Penn State. You guys know, you heard it at the top of the show, man. Listen, they got a, a tremendous online program that they're excited about uh, sharing with you guys. Go finish that degree. Go get that degree. It's online. You move at your own pace. All right. So go to Penn State, uh, worldcampus.psu.edu. That's worldcampus.psu.edu. Penn State World Campus, a world of possibilities online listen guys thanks to everybody who's left us reviews in 2016 we need those reviews to keep on coming man if you guys want us to climb those charts on the itunes and things of that nature go to itunes leave us a review give us that five-star review man let us know you appreciate what we've been you know putting out for you and then also share it with a friend man this is 2017 don't keep the information to yourself if you got people man who need to hear this podcast as you can see it's 2017 but if you thought we was ready to chill um, and jog, you know, to the to the to the finish line. You, you got it twisted, man. We still sprinting, we still moving. Shout out to Ian Carl, man, for an excellent 2016 and a, and a fast start to 2017. I'm not even gonna give y'all the nugget of the day, man. I want y'all to play the dominate record from off the album. We talked about domination today. Listen to what he's saying. Get this in your spirit. Go work out. Hit the treadmill to it. Put it on while you get ready to do your work. Whatever it is. Dominate, dominate, dominate. I need y'all to come with a new mentality in 2017, man. We appreciate all y'all listening, man. We thank you. We love you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All that jazz. Now get to work. We'll see y'all later. We'll see you next week. Appreciate it. You don't come into my field and do what I do and dominate me. And that's the attitude you got to have. You on the same court I'm on. Dominate me, dominate me, no way. No, 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 no way. You don't come down, down, dominate me, dominate me. No.